Hey guys, welcome back to the Climbing Daily Wednesday News Show. Today it's uh, gonna be a quick show because honestly, I'm really hungry and I need to pee. Too much? That wasn't too much, Teresa. You, I'm very happy for you to share all this stuff with Not us. too much? No, 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 that's fine. That's okay. fine. Uh, but you want to be quick. Yes. Which will mean that I will be intentionally... Slower. Very slow. Okay. What's your first news story? A crazy ascent in the Peak District. Appointment with Death is an E9 6C route in Wimbury Rocks and is seen as one of the boldest on the gritstone. Protected by a single low wire on the crack on the right of the climb with a fall near the top requiring that the B layer to jump in order that the climber would not hit the ground. Philip Babich is a Polish mountaineer based in the Italian Alps and has an impressive mountaineering pedigree in Europe and the Himalayas. His experience trail climbing in the UK, however, is limited, which makes this ascent even more impressive. And along with this fact, without a B layer to go with him, but determined to climb the route, Philip rope soloed it. Now to explain rope soloing, it's tying yourself into the bottom of the route and then climbing with some kind of pulley system. Philippe used Grigri, and considering that the protection on this route is not great, any fall near the top would have been pretty drastic to say the least. We caught up with Philippe to explain a little more. Oh, it's uh, really amazing. It's like a dream comes true. I know this route since 2004 when a photo of Sam Whitaker during his uh, first ascent and advertising of 510 in French climbing revue, uh, Grand Pé. For many, many years, this route was uh, for me a symbol of something unattainable, uh, something extreme, something for the really strong nerves. So I had a belay on the beginning of the wall. I put two cams uh, at the bottom of the wall. Then I climbed the rope solo uh, in the corner for put a friend in the middle of the crack uh, on the right side. Then I climbed down with uh, pretty much slack. I think uh, I had more or less six, seven meters of slack for be able to do all around. Uh, go left uh, at the beginning and then right um, at the top. First of all, because of much trouble to find someone for belaying. The day of the sand, I know it, uh, my friend David will come, but uh, I was afraid it will be too late. So I set up all for a rope solo ascent. Then when I started to warm up on the route, I found the condition amazing. So I wanted to take advantage of this uh, moment. I know it, a rope solo ascent will be something special, something, Im something important. Uh, I felt really well. Um, so I set up all and I went for it. Did he basically solo this route? Pretty much, I would say. He would probably argue that he was protected from the wire and the crack on the side. Mm. But if you watch any of the videos, and I haven't actually seen a fall yet, maybe people haven't recorded or, or published a fall, but uh, it looks like, the yeah, like like I said, the Beeler would have to like do a massive well-timed jump in order that the person would just crash into the side yeah. and not fall all the way down to the, yeah. to the bottom. And I guess as a rope solo, if he does take a fall, he has to be quick enough to grab that rope from the Grigri 
I don't know. I've never fallen on a rock solid before, so I have no idea how that would work. Yeah, but uh, it, there's so much going on. And and uh, just having been on a Petzl um, rock trip, I have to say that probably a Grigri is really not meant to be used in a rope solo situation. He might have had other po- yeah. uh, he might have had other things going on, but I know mm. that he did use a Grigri as like his main uh, thing. The main thing, yeah. But no, an amazing uh, route, and I would go and watch either one of Tom Randall's or uh, we've got an amazing video. We'll link it below of the first ascent of that by Sam Whitaker. Uh, it's in 2003, like proper grainy footage, but very like tense, uh, tense ascent. It's brilliant. Really Son of TV. Mm. What's next? Next up, we have a 9B repeat, always in the UK. On Friday 13th of May, Eder Lomba made the second ascent of UK's hardest sport route, Rain Man. It was first climbed by Steve McClure in 2017, and he gave it the grade of 9B. Eder, who lives in Sheffield, spent a lot of time in Malenkov, previously climbing Rain Shadow and Batman. We have some exclusive footage filmed by Masha of Eder climbing the route. Take a look. So this is the first repeat of this iconic 9B route. Yeah, so Eder is a climber from the Basque Country and he now is living in Sheffield and has been climbing a ton there. And yeah, it's, it's the first repeat after five years. Mr. Steve McClure has a companion. Yes, on, on, on Limestone. That's on Limestone. Amazing, good job. Uh, I've seen a video of him on a YouTube channel. Yes, there's a full uncut ascent on on YouTube. What's the YouTube channel called? Give it a shout out. Go on. You don't know the name, I'm do you? Like, I'm like, oh no! I'm gonna say that I did watch a video though. Yeah. And there's a little, maybe five, ten seconds towards the end of it, and he hasn't clipped the chains yet, but he just stops for a little moment. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was really like I don't know, emotional, relatable, cause. Uh, it just like seems that he stops for a little moment, like takes it all in and then continues on to the chains. Monoculture films, by the way. Thank you. Does he cry? Does he have a little cry before no, he No, it's just out? a little... He was probably just readjusting his feet and I read too much into it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it, uh, it does look like that. Yes. Nice. Okay. Uh, well, well, congrats to Adair. See. Uh, it's good to see... It's good to see that get repeat, to be totally honest. Mm-hmm. I'm very, very psyched for him. Uh, what's next? Everest. Everest stories. Everest or Everest? Have a rest, huh? British mountaineer Kenton Cool has made his 16th summit of Everest, a record for a non-Nepali climber. The news comes a week after we reported on Sherpa Kamirita making his 26th ascent, which is the official world record. Cool, who works as a guide on the mountain, was leading up a team and managed to make his most recent summit on the 15th of May. This latest achievement adds on to Cool's many accolades, which includes being the first person to climb Everest, Nupsi, and Lhotse in a season. Staying with Everest, where Planet Mountain has reported of an amazing ascent by paraclimber Andrea Lanfri. The Italian climber lost both of his legs and seven fingers in 2015 due to fulminant meningocal septicemia, and now uses prosthetic legs to walk. He has previously climbed a 7,000-meter peak Putha Hinchuli in Nepal with his teammate Luca Montari in 2019, which served as a test to see how his prosthetic legs would behave in high altitude. Now he has made an ascent of the highest mountain of all. Incredible. Some more incredible news from Everest. Yes. Every time I I do an Everest story, I have to remind myself uh, to take the pinch of salt out of my reporting. 
because it is Everest and you kind of think it's been diluted and everybody's done it and stuff. But mm -hmm. actually, the achievement in getting up Everest is incredible still. Uh, and even more so with these two stories. Yes. And um, Mr. Cool, I guess it was... Don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> you what? like his name, do you? What? I think it's the coolest name. <laughs> but also, in 1996, he shattered both heels. True. In a rock climbing accident. So there's a nice theme between the two of them. Come back, coming back from adversity. I mean, double amputee and shattered heels. Let's not, yes, com let's not no. compare adversities, it's Teresa. Fine, fine. All right, they're both uh, come back from adversity. Yes. Two incredible stories. Yeah, no, two incredible stories. Um, and yeah, no, no. And Andrea Lamfrey deserves a, a, a mention Thank along you. with uh, Kenton because, oh. yeah, to get up Everest with two prosthetic legs, insane. Incredible achievement. Uh, and I'm sure we're going to hear more from him because actually he's only... 36 or something like that he's, yes. he's a young guy like last year he did 39 year old last year he did this challenge of uh, biking and then climbing from Genova up to Monte Rosa yeah which is like you know a 4,000 meter peak and not an 8,000 meter but still it's it's quite a long way yeah big time nice but one yes, what's next I'm moving on to the 9A roundup French climber Jules Marchaland climbed his first 9A trip tonic in Gorge du Loup it's a route that starts off on an 8B slash plus into a pinchy boulder problem onto a very long 8B section. In the USA, 18-year-old Owen Wally has done his second 9A called Dad Bod. He had a bit of a sketchy moment at the top of the route when a hold broke going for the clipping jog. Was that route you mentioned called Dad Bod? Dad Bod. I like yes. that name. I've got a Dad Bod. You, you don't, you run. No, but I still have a Dad Bod. By the time you get to a certain age, no matter how much you run, you still have a dad bod. Mm, I tried to... Uh, I There's ripples, all right? I have ripples. Not coming back from Greece, I was going to have a food baby. Mm-hmm. Too many hills. You do a big poo. <laughs> Sorry, been hanging up my kids too much. No, I walked up a lot of hills. That's, was, well, that's where I was going. All right, you walked up a lot of hills to work off the, the yes. food belly. Yes. Right. And did it work? Yes. You didn't have to go and... Okay. It came out one way. Let's move other. on to the 9B counter. This week. Yes, this week. We have one 9B by Eder. True. So three points. You know what happened? No. Somebody sent us an, e an email with a 9B counter. They, was, they were getting bored of Mark, Steve, Tom, Pete. Us trying to do it. What's his name again? Um, Adam. Adam spoke to dave since dave. probably last summer dave but anyway um a very nice man called michael studer hmm. uh sent us um a, a little spreadsheet i'm gonna flash up because i'm gonna send it to flow it's even got eider lom on there who's just done a 9b Ooh. uh interesting enough very interesting climbers called Teresa corti Magrim and hugo pilcher made up there they did a 9c it's called etv cdns Teresa yeah. made the first ascent. Matt and Hugo repeated it. I'm going to take the first repeat. Matt can take the second repeat. Okay. I don't know what that means, but that's fine. Shop stuff. Shop stuff. What do we have this week in the shop? You're very close. Do you not want people to see your mouth? Is that the problem? Are you self-conscious? So yeah. Did you not brush your teeth this morning? I did. I just did. Mm, a little bit yellow. You've been eating bananas. <laughs> <laughs> carrots. A, ca a, ca a carrots. 
Oh, that's a good link. It's a good segue, almost, but not quite. First up, we're going to be talking about the shop stuff. And there is a new Petzl uh, restock. I'm, it makes it sound very boring, but it isn't. Like, there's Petzl have got some cool stuff, obviously. They do, like quick and, draws, really light ropes, and the Grigris, yeah, which so we all Yeah, so you've been waiting to get a Grigri if you're just starting on your sport climbing adventure. Now is the time to go and get Petzl because it gets sold out super quick. This mm-hmm. is why we get excited about it. Yes. Because when it comes in, it goes out, right? Yes, so we need to restock quickly, but we have done. <laughs> and now you can buy it. But then also you can get your merch. I've got my, I've got different merch on today. Do you want to quickly see the back of it? Uh, is it a super colorful one? It's that? the Agil Dumidi. Yes, that should be in shot. Yeah. There you go. There you go. You can get some uh, Epic TV. Uh, I don't want to call it merchandise. Collection. The collection. There's merch. Well, but but, okay. but I mean, you can call it merch if you want to. But the guys in the shop said they wanted to call it the collection. Really? The but Epic TV collection. We dropped some merch. Oh, now. Yeah, but then yeah, true. If you're David Dobrik. I really appreciate that. Next up, let's talk. So the talking point today, I wanted to make it a little bit more lighthearted. All righty. You've just been, we've just had a restock of Petzl. Yes. Uh, You've just been to the Petzl rock trip. Clearly, I'm tanned. Uh, First of all, I'm going to ask you, how was the Petzl rock trip? Uh, It was... Full disclosure, go. Full disclosure. It was very, very cool. Very, very cool. Uh, We got to meet a load of athletes. Yeah. Like, you know, the best Highlight. Who's your best athlete that you met? Um, awkwardly or properly? Because uh, with both. some people I could pull it together, with others I just didn't. What? Who made the best impression on you? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Everybody. Good game's a quick game. Um, Neil, because it's always lovely to see him again. Neil Gresham, <laughs> who was who was pretty much the main uh, co- uh, presenter, he, wasn't he? He was the presenter. Yeah, he did a really good job. They must, wasn't have seen, easy. they must have seen the video that we did with him. Probably. Probably. Yes. He's also just a good speaker. He's a very good speaker. Very good speaker indeed. Um, so yes. Um, That's it. Ne- ne- Steve McClure was there. Steve McClure. Yeah, but I did. Like Matt kind of introduced me. We we're all there. Yeah. And then I was left alone with him, and I just went like, "All oh, right, <laughs> you're such a legend." <laughs> and then snapped out of it and actually had a conversation. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it was, yeah, it was good to see all those athletes. Uh, it was an incredible event. I mean, Petzl helped out the Manikia project to build a more sustainable climbing area. And, and yeah, we got to see that firsthand. And there will be a ton of videos coming about it quite soon. I'm going to ask an obvious question. Yes. And I think I can. Yes. Is it more sustainable to go around just drilling bolts and everywhere? Why is that sustainable? Yes, if you do it tough, if you doing, if you do it with like brains, if you do it thoughtfully, because it's a, it was like, it's not sustainable in the sense of you know, it's not trap climbing. <laughs> Getting yes, old digs out. Yeah, but it, they made it like accessible to everybody, okay. and even on the bolting clinic, one of the requirements was to have in mind, you know, to create these routes for everybody, like even for kids of of the villages around, like not to just you know bolt super long, like spaced out things mm. um so yeah there's there a lot any of birds that were they were like disturbing or anything like that no because they did open a lot of crags north facing crags which mm-hmm. would have been ideal and in the shade uh because but, there were birds there but however yeah they closed them down for the event and for for the net for the season because of the birds nesting there okay so um we say well done to petzl well so, done to petzl for helping out on 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 this project yeah and what about the videos that are coming What's what's coming? Am I teasing them? Well, just say something. So give, give us a pitch in like twenty seconds. Alex, make us be late, me. Alex, make. 
Just whisper yes. the word Alex Bagels. That's the pitch. Uh, so yeah, we managed to feel with Alex, uh, which I'm uh, really grateful for. And, did you uh, completely so- lose it or did you keep it together? I, neither, neither. Neither. You're just somewhere neither. in the middle. It, yes. What are your flirting skills like? Awkward. Really? Yes. You're not a good flirter. Just, it, the, I didn't need to, but... Um, because? Because <laughs> he has a girlfriend. Uh, she wasn't there, though. Yeah, so what? <laughs> I respect it. Um, no, but uh, yeah, Alex Vegas, uh, there's something happened during that With day. you and Alex Vegas. <laughs> no. Right, you heard it here first. It's official. So I'm just kidding. That would got me excited. Anyway. Awkward. Uh, anyway, yes, we climbed a bit with Alex Magus. And what else happened? I'm trying to remember so many things happened. Ah, uh, you've lost us. You've no, lost, lost us. I don't know. You should know because you only went there like two days ago. But and whatever. And we also filmed with Clint, um, a really cool guy from London. And um, I spoke to him. I was like, ah, oh, you have a good accent. Let's film something. Did you impersonate his accent? Yes, of course. Oh, that's slightly it, offensive. It's on camera. No, it's not. <laughs> it is kind of. He's cool. I tried like, to be cool. I'm not, you know. <laughs> Hey, oh, you've got a cool accent. I'm going to impersonate you now. Hello. <laughs> All right, next up, uh, what have we got? Media. Yes, what's the media this week? I'm actually very excited about this week uh, okay. because this week we've got a very cool new series filmed by Marco Zanoni mm-hmm. about bouldering in Norway, his little clip. This is a really cool movie and we've be- been it's waiting. It's not a movie, it's a series. It's a series. Yeah, it's oh, like, perfect. What, that's even better, but it feels like better. a movie Yes. because it's so beautifully shot by Marco. And he filmed there with uh, who? Talo and Tina? Is that are those the exactly. correct names? Exactly. People's names that I can't pronounce. Talo uh, Tina. But it, w- w- it was in the clip, so don't worry about it if you uh, if you want if you want to know how to pronounce it, it'll be in the clip. Uh, okay. Next up, what have we got? Comment of the week. Comment of the week. Have you got a comment of the week? Uh, I do, but you have a song for us. <clears throat> True. You? Oh yeah, we can. We're gonna cut to uh, a song. Uh, sent to us by Cleo. We've already had it before, but for those who haven't heard it before, here it is again. Which is your comment of the week? Which is your comment of the week? Which is your comment of the week? That was a brilliant song. Okay. Uh, thank you just for quickly, that. you want to say thank you to all the, the, the Climbing Derby fans that you met at Petzl Rock Trip. Yeah, I don't know why I forgot about it, but you, yes, you forgot we about met. Them. You forgot about them. That's gratitude. <laughs> we met a lot of Climbing Daily fans and they were all really super kind. And uh, yeah, subscribe. Because I heard a lot of people saying they watch our videos, but I was like, do you also subscribe to, you know? So people watch the videos, but unsubscribed? I don't know, maybe. The truth is we know uh, if you watch the videos, there's enough data that comes through that we know where you live. Yes. And if we know where you live, we can come and see you. And if we can come and see you, we can come and scare you. That's a bit creepy. If if you subscribe, we don't know this information. Okay. I don't know why that works like that, but that's the way it works. Anyway, uh, comment of the week. What's your comment of the week? Uh, you go ahead, because mine is really small enough to zoom in. Why? Because you're not wearing your glasses. Mm-mm. Why are you not wearing your glasses? Are you embarrassed? Mm-hmm. Did you wear your glasses for Alex Magos? Mm-mm. Nope. You didn't wear your glasses for Alex Vegas. No. I've lost my comment. I didn't. As well. I didn't want to <clears> look <throat> smart. Uh, one sec. One sec. One sec. Just tell me okay. uh, as we're waiting. Alex Vegas. Is he? Is, He's a good B layer. Are his arms bigger than his legs? I don't know. I didn't stare. You didn't check out his legs. I didn't. Has check he got his... nice legs? Uh, I mean, yes, sure. Okay. Anyway, enough of Alex Vegas. Um, I just quickly want to mention last week. 
I uh, said that I didn't know where silence was. I want to say that I was joking. Um, and I'm going to bring it up again. So if you want to abuse me in the comments, that's totally fine. Uh, but I just want to make an excuse. I was rusty. Teresa threw me off with her comments about an, uh, uh, Adam living next to silence. And I was like, Adam lives in Czech Republic. Vis-a-vis -vis is silence in Czech Republic. Obviously it is in, it's in... Norway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, in a cave. Anyway, enough of that. Uh, my comment of the week is from Raphael Men Menudia, who says, I do wonder if the international public understand the meaning of no capote only. Uh, Teresa, it, what does capote mean? You told me this earlier. It's it's like a no shoe thing, right? Kind of, yeah. N N capote, actually written capote, is a French slang meaning condom. Uh, and I think it's effectively means no shoes only. Right. The that's, condom, a, that's a long condom stretch. Condom slang for, uh, for shoes. That's a long stretch. I think, well, correct me if I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, sue me. But uh, <laughs> I think that's correct. Charles Albert. Charles Albert, no condoms. Okay, my comment is from uh, Filthy. Filthy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't read it until now. Um, you guys do the set. You guys do these shows in the same room. Yes. Special yes, effects. Do. No, that, that's, yeah, yeah. Yes, we do. And then um, it's it's longer, but I honestly can't read it because it's so far. For some reason, I always assumed Matt and Teresa were recording uh, this show remotely, blah, blah, blah. My whole life has been a lie until now. Sorry about that. Well, who's to say that when you guys do it, you're not in the right, different, different room. But when we do it, we're in the same room. Yeah, we're just more expressive with our hands okay yeah, on that note another none of that is that it goodbye are we done we done we're done that was short that's short well done. thank you for watching bye bye